Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kicking out North Luna's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Tigers. Alex Quill. Alex Quill has ended up with a ball. Oh, no. Unbelievable. One small step for me. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, it's Tin List Tuesday for round 20 of NRL Super Coach on the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast, brought to you by the Standard Squeeze. I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain, and as always, Supercoach Matrix is with me. How you going, mate? Oh, mate, I'm in my element. Oh, yeah? I'm I mean, just... from what you've told me, you, you've had a pretty big day. Oh, it has been a big day, but I am here to talk about Supercoach. I've got a game of basketball at 8 o'clock, so it'll be a bit of a shorter episode, but I'm on the waters, and I might talk some sense tonight. <laughs> probably not. I, I don't know whether you will. Maybe you need to get back on the beers. Probably not responsible of you to do it before basketball. But anyway, that's it is Tinley's Tuesday. Um, guys, thanks for dropping on with this. Obviously, we are live. So drop your questions in the comments section for round 20. If you have any for us, we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, or just have a brag and let us know how you went last week, where you ranked. If, you, if it's a PB rank for you, good on you. Drop it in the comments. Brag away. Uh, before we obviously jump into all the content, please support the show by hitting subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that like button as well. And obviously, if you're listening to us on audio, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, make sure to hit the follow button and leave a review for us. Uh, Maddie, round 20 ins and outs. I mean, it's kind of what we'd expected. We didn't really get thrown too many curveballs, but there is a, a few talking points because there's it, it's time to bring the guns back in. So we'll definitely uh, talk about which guns to target, when because i would love to bring five blokes into my team at the moment and i've only got two trades and no boosts so 
Uh, I wish I held a boost, but it is what it is. Uh, guys, we'll also answer your questions, drop them in, and we'll talk trades and captains as well. It will be a little bit shorter episode tonight, uh, obviously with Matty jotting off to, to basketball. We'll, we'll keep it under the hour, which I don't think we've ever done on Tin List <laughs> Tuesday. So let's see. Let's see how we go. Uh, how did you finish up? I know we spoke Sunday. How'd you, how'd you end up finishing up in the end? Yeah, so um, 10.33, uh, which moved me up a, oh, maybe 2,500 spots back into 5,000th. Um, top 3% for the week, top 3% for the year so far, um, and I believe it's another moving week. How good. Uh, you got me by about 80 points, I think, uh, or 70 points or something like that. I finished with 965 after updates. Into I still found green arrows, which I thought was weird. I thought I'd maybe stay still or see red, but 2,400th. I'm into. So top 2%, I think I'm about maybe 400 ranks off the top 1% if my mass is correct. So we'll, top 1% would be nice this year. I feel like uh, that'd be a, that'd be a good goal or you know what? KFC Zing a voucher. That's, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Let's see if we can both snag one this year. I do love um, me some wicked wings. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, guys, standard squeeze, obviously a major sponsor of the podcast. Use insight 15 to get yourself 15% off. Go to the standard You know, it's criminal of me. I don't have my four in one, which is the, probably the first time I, I haven't had my four in one on this show ever <laughs> when we've done a pod. So, uh, sorry, sorry guys. I've got my hat on though. So hopefully that still counts. <laughs> mine's, mine's at, mine's at work. It had coffee in it today. So uh, yeah, nice. race, raced out in a hurry so yeah mine's always it's got the coffee in it in the morning i might even have a cup of tea later in it and then uh it's basically if ever i've got a can in it i'm sorted yeah no I, yeah. not a cup of tea is in bloody chamomile none of that shit normal english brekkie tea mate with uh, a little bit of honey in it you know <laughs> keep the keep the sugar intake nice and high um we're, we're obviously also giving away a standard squeeze combo pack to a lucky winner we're going to randomize it but anybody who follows us on threads before sunday night We'll go in the running. So hop over to Threads, a new kind of Instagram's version of Twitter, I guess you could call it. A little bit of uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk battle going on there before their punch on. So that'll be be good to see who comes out on top there. But uh, let's talk Squeeze of the Week, Matty. The the winner of the Squeeze of the Week winning a combo pack from the standard squeeze is Ryan, coach of Charnwood Candy Boys. Not sure. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a different one. I haven't heard that before. Uh, 11.57. So in a in a pretty tough round, obviously Ryan's done quite well. So eleven fifty seven takes it out this week. Congratulations, mate! Reach out Congrats, to us buddy. on Twitter or, or social media, wherever it is that you follow us, and mate, we'll we'll get your address and get it sent out to you. Uh, also, the lane train is back in front, mate. There is so <laughs> much chopping and changing in this leaderboard. Eleven oh five, he got last week. Uh, he puts him into thirty fourth overall. So actually, within a chance of of winning the whole thing, which is huge. So yeah, would love good. to see it. That would be yeah, that would be sick, Maddie. I know we're short on time, so mate, let's let's dive into I guess the main talking points for tonight, and and we'll start off with the first game, the Knights versus the Tigers at McDonald Jones Stadium, and, and this one seems to be a big VC target game. What are your thoughts on Knights Tigers? Yeah, well, I'm probably going to look to bring in a bloke from this team um, just to go with the with the VC and everything. Um, I don't have Dream Bullet of EC, um, but could he be an option with uh, Happy Coruscant named? Could be. Could be. Don't mind it. I mean, Coruscant being back is huge. That is massive for the Tigers. Uh, massive, for, massive for Buller. Look, Brooks is obviously still out, but he's not far away from from what I've been told. I think maybe a fortnight we'll see him back. And look, the Tiger season's over. It's long gone. But I think they've still got something to play for, and that's to not get the spoon. 
so I mean, let's just hope that they that they kind of pull out some form of performance. I don't think it'll be as easy for the Knights as what the Knights would have initially expected before they saw Abby named in this squad. So yep. big win for the Tigers. And if you've still got Buller, would you hold him now that Appy's back? It's. It, I still find it really hard to hold Buller with his break even. I'm just going to double check. So he's 547k now, um, with 128 break even. Look, maybe instead of getting a 30 or a 40, he gets a 60 or a 70. He's still going to leak a lot of cash. What's the amount of trades that you need to have to consider moving him without really stressing too much? Nine. Oh, <laughs> you've used that number before. So <laughs> I've, I've listened to previous podcasts. So, uh, okay, nine number. it is. Nine it is. So uh, I have, I'll have seven after, yep. after this week. Uh, I'll talk about trade plans soon as we as we go through. But yeah, seven for me after I make two trades. Be an yep. interesting week. Uh, one of those trades will be that I'll be selling Isaiah Papali'i this week to get David Fafita back in. Uh, yep. We'll talk about David Fafita when we talk about the Gold Coast game on, on Sunday. But there's a, a few different considerations with, with this. And obviously with a lot of players either backing up or not backing up, some being named, extended benches are, are often set up to cover these origin guys if they end up being laid outs. The beauty of, I guess, the Gold Coast game is it is Sunday. So you've got maximum yep. amount of time for David Fafida, Tino, to to back up and, and be fresh and healthy enough to be able to play this game. AJ, so. super coach relevant, AJ Brimson. Brimo, yeah. What's he own now? Have you, has anybody followed you into the AJ train? Cause, oh, uh, yeah, surely. He's good I'd value. be very, uh, yeah, so like, like you had a few arguments on Twitter about his value, I think. 72 <laughs> break even. 3% owned. Heck was that? So That's four a... and a half thousand people who watched the show decided to get on to Brimson. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's run a baby. That's it. That's it. Hey, uh, anything else on this game, mate, or we can move on? Look, um, you don't consider Gagai an in um, as a bit of a pod center wing. Um, he's 650K, got a 74 break even, is playing the Tigers this week. Um, what do you... I don't mind it. I don't mind yeah. it. Yeah. The, the, my only concern is if I already have Marju, do I really want both sides of a yep. Knights team that could be very hot and cold? Let's be honest. Like, yeah, they they had some good games and Pong has really stepped up, but do you really are we really in, investing this much into Knights players? Uh, his not. base is good. His base is good. So I guess you know that you're going to get some form of base fifty probably from from Gagai <laughs> this year. Um, you're getting that from Marju anyway. So yeah, that's right. I don't think I want to invest in two Knights players. Um, I guess the last thing to say here is that Ponga and Marju are genuine VC options this week. I'll I'll yep. be looking at the VC on Ponga this week. How about yourself? Yeah, I don't own Ponga, so we'll see see what what happens a bit later on the show. Mm, pretty much just gave away your trades, didn't I? <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> let's move on to Bulldogs and Broncos at Belmore Stadium. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, Josh Reynolds retired. Yeah, so Had he's a... not playing this week. No, definitely not playing this week. Or uh, he, I think he's playing his final game in New South Wales Cup yep. uh, for the Bulldogs. A bit of an emotional kind of press conference for him uh, yeah. in the week that uh, it was the media blackout, wasn't it, from all the players? And he's he's announced yeah. his retirement as the only player who did a media uh, interview. So perfect yep. timing. It's He always goes against the status quo, Grub. So <laughs> congratulations to him. What a seriously good career and, and obviously a very loyal Bulldogs player through and through. Um, yep. Your boy Sutton out with a neck injury as well, so he is obviously not named. Good to good. good to hear that it wasn't serious, though. Uh, I think scans have come back pretty positive, so he's getting an MRI and stuff, but everything looks 
quite good, which is which is good. Um, the interesting thing here is that Blake Wilson's held his spot on the wing. What are your thoughts on good. this? Because I mean, he's kind of basement price. Like, well, he's not even two hundred and fifty k. So, could he be an option now as a bit of a downgrade for a, a underperforming centre wing like an Alex Johnson or someone like that? Yeah, I don't hate it. I just think one slip up and he's gone again. Yeah. I mean like if you if you need him as a number, yeah. You're probably getting him not to play him anyway. <coughs> I don't think he becomes an A nightmare. Do you? Maybe I mean he's if had a couple dogs of low playing scores. a good team, he could get eighteen and, and ruin it. Yeah, I'm I'd I'm I'm getting enough instead. I mean, who comes in for him there? Because Karaz has moved to center. So does that does that now mean that it's Wilson's spot for the rest of the year and they're just gonna give him a bit of time in that jersey? Well, let's see how Carraz goes at center. Um, Carraz has still been one of their best players. He might just go back to the wing um, if Could it do. doesn't work, if the experiment doesn't work out. And mm. then, yeah, he's gone. So who drops out? Burns, is it? Uh, Braden Burns is named as well. Uh, Josh Adokar, Carraz, and Wilson are your edges. So Paul Alamotti is in the extended bench. Oh, yep. So Paul Alamotti could realistically come back in, but as I'm not, I'm not aware of any injury. I thought he was just dropped. Maybe I'm wrong. Yep. Um, but he could come back in. Who knows? But Braden Burns has been very impressive in the games he's played this year. So I'd be surprised if they dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, been good. Payne Haas is an interesting one, I think. Uh, he, he's said to be back around 21. Obviously, he was ruled out of origin. Uh, yeah. Ankle tendon inflammation, which doesn't, from from what I was listening to on the Magic Sponge this morning, it doesn't seem too serious. Seems precautionary. It's one of those ones where if it was the grand final this weekend, he would play. So it yep. uh, seems like they're just resting him to make sure that he's good to go for the run home and for their, their finals crack. So uh, well, Payne Haas. another week to consider getting him in. It, yes. <laughs> Ideal. Ideal. Because there's so many guns we want back. Harry Grant, Munster, you know, Payne Haas, Tino, David Fafita. Uh, Latrell's going to be in the conversation in a couple of weeks when he's back. Like, there's so many of these guys we're going to want in our team. So it's nice to actually have a break uh, and yep. not miss one and have another conversation next week about him. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts about Matty Burton, mate? Because... He had one off game uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then in between those or either side of those games, he's gone and he's, I think he's averaged like 90 if you take out that seven last week. What are your thoughts on Matty Burton as a pod? I think I just like what makes it a pod is he plays for the Bulldogs. And just realistically, you just talked about putting your stock in the Knights. Well, the Bulldogs are worse than that. So yep. I don't want to put too much stock into Matty Burton, even though he played tremendously last week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he punches out a 40 against the Broncos. Yeah, for sure. And we, yeah, that's right. We've got to remember that the Broncos are the the, pro, the premium defensive team in the competition right now, along with the Panthers. So uh, not a matchup you want to target. You're not a matchup you want to target as an um, opposition player. Uh, Jacob Preston, story about, Jacob Preston, what do you think? I mean, a lot of people are going Preston now up to Fafita or Tino or someone like that. What yep. are your thoughts on that move? Yeah, I really like it. Again, he's a Bulldogs. I kept him last week. I burnt the trade on him. Oh, well, I burnt the trade. I was supposed to keep him because I'd planned to get rid of him last week. Yep. Um, yeah, it's probably a week to go for me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I moved him last week, as yep. uh, as did you, I think. Oh, no, you held him, didn't you? I held him. Um, I will. Pro- I had the selection between IPAP and him this week, and I'll just follow suit and move Preston. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's the play, um, especially if obviously both Fafita and Tino play. I mean, it's a bit of a yeah. no-brainer, really. It's a nice upgrade. Yeah. Uh, no Harry Edwards again. So, I mean, I don't know what 
the plan. I actually haven't looked at New South Wales Cup team list or anything yet, but that'll be interesting to see whether it's an injury that they just haven't spoken about late last week or or whether they're just kind of tempering maybe his workload in his first full season of yeah. NRL. And there's I'd say a chance that's probably of a fr- the case. And there's a chance of a Friday show this week where we uh, where we know for sure. So, yeah, that's right. That's good. Yeah, that is a good call. Um, some questions are coming in, so we'll we'll tackle a couple of them before we move on to the the Manly Cowboys game. Um, got a few guys on Troy, Mark, all the regulars, <coughs> Hughes on. Queensland has joined us. Mason Miller in the chat, Professor Cactus. So thanks for hopping on, guys. Uh, first one Troy's asking is Nick Arima, he's retaining the fullback spot at the Dolphins. Do you think? I'm, I'm assuming, obviously, Troy's a, an owner of Nicarima. Would you hold him yeah, at fullback? Right now, with a 59 break even, uh, with the way that he's been going, with a five round average of 66 and a three round average of 59, I hold him, wait for him to slip up. Honestly, if he slips up, Uncle Wayne's probably going to be quicker than Troy to get rid of him. So, <laughs> yeah, Uncle Wayne was pretty quick to get rid of Valens Tavare, which we'll speak about very soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Troy got 10.56 last week as well. Really solid score. Pipped you again. Uh, he's he goes, back. He is Troy, back. Troy was like 30,000th and he's been moving. 40,000th and he's just been moving up 10,000 every week. What Ultimate buy planning. Ultimate yeah. buy planning. Uh, Mark 10.60, uh, up five up to 547th, which is massive. Nine trades, two, two boosts left as well. How two boosts in the nine trades. This will be a boost week for Mark. Has to be. I think so as well, especially with the amount of options we have. So Mark's very well placed. Hugh sitting on 27.44 with uh, 13 trades and two. another person with two boosts. Man, there's some smart people in this chat that have held boosts, unlike us. Uh, no. feel like I'm in a nice spot to crack the 1K. Absolutely. Very good spot. Just uh, probably like a 200 points out of the top 1K, really. So you make a couple of yep. really nice pod moves and you, you're sweet. So great yep. spot to be. Uh, Hugh's also asking, uh, it's a good question, rather than nothing, is downgrading to guys like Suwili'i this week, or I'm assuming he means Care Murray next week, a better tactic than just going to a guy who's not going to play and not going to contribute at all? It depends because I've thought about that. And the guys that I'm sort of getting rid of are now 550K. I've missed the boat. I've kept them for round 19. Got rewarded with a really good round 19, uh, yep. moved up in round 19. Uh, but the difference between going to a bloke like Suwalihi to uh, like a 200K guy is probably the difference between me getting a Dave Fafita or a Kalen Ponga or like obviously these origin guys that we want back are going to be expensive. So I'm not getting a bloke like Suwalihi instead of a bloke like Jack Howarth if it means that I have to get Isaiah Papalihi or Johnny Bateman instead of David Fafita. I think also, though, we've got to remember, Hugh's got 13 trades and two boosts left. So Mm. I'd say in his position, maybe he could make a couple of those moves that no one else can afford to do because they're low on trades. For Mm. me, I'm sub 10. I've got nine trades this week and I'm making two upgrades this week. uh, Or I'm getting two guns in, I should say. If I had that many, maybe I would downgrade, or maybe I would go a Valence Tavare or something like that to a uh, to a Suwili. It's kind of a sideways trade, <coughs> which is massive. Yep. Imagine, imagine thinking you could go Valence Tavare this week to to Suwili and not have to cost any cash. Like, yeah, but he's got a he's got a couple boosts. Like, he could use a boost and get Valence Tavare by nothing. Someone get Valence Tavare all the way to Val Holmes. Could do, yeah. And yeah. I guess the question is, what are you going to do with the extra cash? The difference yeah. between Howarth and Suwali is 200K. 
So what are yeah. you going to do with that? That 200K could get you for feeder and Tino instead of having yeah. to go for feeder and someone else. So, yeah, yeah, good good call. Probably didn't help him at all, but um, uh, yeah. maybe good. maybe it's the the enough option is maybe preferred. Is that he's what in a comp with he's in a comp with us, so he'll probably beat us this uh, this year anyway. So yeah, he he might he might. Uh, Mason Miller is asking Moses plays Dragons around thirteen, so Moses to Cleary in around twenty four. I mean, I was actually oh, it's a little bit crazy of me, and we'll talk about Nathan Cleary soon when we talk Panthers. But I was maybe even thinking of not even getting him back, which is nuts. And I don't know whether I feel comfortable about it yet. I'm trying to talk myself into it because I'm just short on trades and I want to make sure I've got enough trades at the back end. But that's actually, a, let's, that's let's a decision. That's a decision I'm going to wait until I've seen him play a week or two. So with the Eels run, right, they've got uh, the Titans this week, which is why I've held. I'm not going to go to Nathan Cleary this week. I want to watch a week, like I've always said, uh, see how he goes. It is a nice matchup and I'm not blaming anybody for going for Cleary, but I'm just going to hold Moses for the Titans matchup this week. Uh, and he's got the Cowboys who have been really good. So that'll be very interesting. And that's at QCB Stadium up in North Queensland as well. So the Eels traveling up to far North Queensland to verse a red-hot Cowboys team, maybe that's the week. Maybe we get a week to look at Cleary, Moses to Cleary next week. Uh, who do the Panthers play next week? I haven't actually checked. But it'd be worth having a look at who they play next week because maybe most, that could be the Most week. teams the Panthers play are worse than them. Uh, they'll so. be playing the uh, okay. They'll be playing the Bulldogs next week. So Cleary yep. next week is the play, hundred percent. Yeah. Obviously, let's hope he gets through this week. Um, yep. Professor Cactus, if Valence Tavare is not is not named, which or he's not named, sorry, uh, a nice 150k downgrade to Wilson. Yep. Don't mind yep. it if you got the trades. Uh, at the moment, I'll just hold this week. I've got an even 17, so I get a free loop. So I, I kind of want to utilize that, but. Uh, don't blame anybody for moving Tavare. It looks like he probably spent a bit more time now back in Reggie's to work on those defensive reads and all the other errors and issues that he had the last couple of weeks. Uh, Lukey Roden is asking, how important is depth? Should we just be targeting guns or trying to have a well-balanced side? Feast or famine? I'm going guns or nuffs now. That's where I'm at. Yeah, okay. I'm not I'm, I'm not going, getting too many 500k guys. I'm going yeah, no, neither. I'm definitely not getting mid-ranges or anything like that, but in saying that, I want people that play. Personally, I know what it's going to be like around 25 to 27 as in Supercoach. <laughs> I've said it every week. We've never experienced it before. We've never had teams on the buy every week. This is new. This is definite territory now for the run home. We've got to consider round 27 we're going to have restings potentially. I know the competition is quite tight, but we may have restings. Uh, Panthers, Broncos, potentially, if they're unreachable in top one and two, maybe they rest. Uh, round 26, the, the Rabbitohs have their bye and their popular super coach team. Eels round 27. Like, I feel like depth is going to be super important, personally. Yep. That's that's my opinion, which is why I only have currently two players, or one before this week that wasn't playing, and I had 24 active players in my squad. Because that's yep. that's been a priority for me, so that I can actually have a playable squad for the run home if yep. I end up short on trades. So. There's just uh, something a lot of people are comparing Cleary Moses because I jumped on Moses when I didn't think that he'd be playing Origin. But don't take round 27 thinking that Cleary's going to play and move Moses because the reality is they're both not going to play. Yeah, yeah, potentially. That's that is true. Um and look, we're not we can't tell the future. We'll find out when we get a little bit closer, won't we? And we'll see what the ladder yeah. looks like then. Yeah, um, I'd be very surprised if Cleary's plays. 
So I definitely want to mention scores this week because I beat Professor Cactus. He doesn't want to mention it, but we've had a little bit of an ongoing battle back and forth over the last few weeks. Uh, he, I think he ends up being ahead of me still, but I got him by 10 points. Oh, he would have beat me by 10 points if he, if he looped Hines, but he didn't. So I'm ahead. Fuck yeah. How good. Uh, and Mark's boosting. So as, as we thought, let's move on. Manly Cowboys at Four Pines Park. All of the, the Origin boys are named to back up from Origin in this one for both teams. Uh, but both, if you look at the extended benches, have cover for guys like yep. DCE. They've got Jake Arthur on the extended bench. Um, yep. Jake Trebojevic, we've got Sean Kepi on the extended bench. So like there, there are players that can come in and cover if they don't, res- that they don't back up, um, yep. which would be a three-day backup. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. There would have Wednesday to be night. an injury for them not to back up because these guys, both teams really need a win. Yeah. This should be a – this is probably my game of the round. Yeah, this will be a belter. Absolutely. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai is a guy that you've been looking at pretty closely and was a guy that maybe became out of reach after he got that 100 with the negative yeah. break even. Uh, is it is it too late now? Is he too expensive to jump on? What are your thoughts on, on Nanai? Yep, I'm not paying 600k for a guy that has a uh, 28 in him. Yeah, I mean his base has been better this year, but it has been not. better, and he's looked fantastic. That's why I was looking at him when he when he bottomed out at that 530. I was about 8k short of getting him, and it broke my heart. I watched him go, and then he goes and scores 109, devastated. But it's it okay was, though. We've got yeah. the goat Hudson Young instead. We're fine. Yep. Oh, we're all good. I tell you what, and he's just rising and rising in cash. He'll find a way to rise on cash this week. God, I hope so. Uh, clearly, he's not going to do it this week. Maybe next week. Uh, <laughs> hip pointer. The hip pointer is a little bit of a concern for Nano because that's a pain tolerance thing. I'm very interested to see how he goes through Origin as well because, I mean, realistically, he cops one hit on that hip. <coughs> It'll be very hard to see him finish the game and even back up for the Cowboys. So yep. I'd be watching and probably waiting as late as possible if I was someone that was getting Nano in because uh, there's every chance that he cops one hit and he could be out. So uh, Murray to Alungi, we, to Alungi, we spoke about a little bit on Sunday night, maybe as a, a kind of initial thought pod option. Uh, yep. Do you still feel the same about him? Because I'm well, very I, tempted this week. I sort of didn't. I think he's a bit too expensive um, for, a, for a low base winger. Um, yeah, look, look, not for me. I understand the logic behind it, just getting a piece of that Cowboys pie. But uh, yeah, not for me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it, look, it is a big risk. And he is coming off 140 and he's got a, a nice three-round average. So, uh, I mean, I could do Alex Johnston this week to Murray Taolungi as a little bit of a, or as a massive pod play. I just don't know whether I'm getting a bit too spicy with it at that price. Maybe if he was sub 500K or even sub 550, I might have had a look, but. I don't. I don't think you are, but or like I, I prefer Talagi over AJ, but I just don't know if it's worth a trade now that we're in single digits. Yeah, especially now I have Alan Stavaro who probably won't play. So yep. do I want to fix that issue there? Do I want to upgrade Jared Croker and use AJ as my fifth center wing? That's probably what yep. I'm thinking more so. Um, and then VT Dubs can just sit there and be my not an AE nightmare. He's not going to come. Hopefully he doesn't come back off the bench. Uh, so that's the way I'm thinking at the moment, but we'll see how we go. Yep. Scotty Drinkwater, though, also very popular. People are paying the mill. People are paying the million dollars to get Scott Drinkwater in. Way too expensive for me. I just logically cannot bring him into my team paying that kind of cash. Right. Braver man than me. I tell you what, though. Fuck, he's been so good. Like, yep. if you're a Cowboys supporter, 
you've got to be bloody stoked and very excited about the future there at the Cowboys with him at the back. And and the fact that he's going to go into origin camp or he has been in origin camp uh, yep. is pretty exciting because he's going to get, like you said on Sunday, that experience now that he's going to be able to take back to the Cowboys, hopefully. Uh, or maybe it's a negative if he's going to be in camp with Freddie Fitler. God knows what he's going to come back like. <laughs> so who knows? He's around some good players. Maybe that's a, probably a better point. Uh, before we move on to Roosters Storm, uh, Troy picked up Wilson as enough three weeks ago. So now he's probably thinking hold and he'll enough forward and trade out Preston. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I actually would keep playing forward if I had him. I was he's coming off a couple seventies. Yeah. Warriors, that Warriors draw, man. It is juicy, especially the if you're if you're in head-to-head cash comps and stuff, you're gonna want some warriors in your team. That surely round you've, twenty-three to twenty-five. Surely you have is nice. somebody worse than Ford. Like if you Ford is worth the same amount as AJ, for example, just drop him down and keep Ford. Yep, Queenslander Moses to clear in next week sounds good. What about if you have Sean Johnson with his big BE and potential to lose up to fifty grand this round? Now. The one thing on Sean Johnson we'll mention very soon is the fact that there's no certainty he plays this week. Yep. So uh, SJ to Cleary this week <coughs> could be the play if you're at Sean Johnson and Sean Johnson ends up out late. You can just go Johnson to Cleary. Yeah. If you've got the cash, hopefully. Um, yeah. I think that's that could be the play. The fact, I think Moses owners should hold this week. I think Johnson owners potentially should consider going to Cleary. It's probably yep. the best way to explain it. Uh, Mason Miller is also, uh, AJ should be fine when Walker and Latrell return. Yes, I'd say so. They've got a couple of nice matchups, but a couple of tough ones as well. But I, again, AJ isn't bad enough for me not to play him or not to consider playing him at all. I'll just play him on good matchups. If I can afford to have him as my fifth center wing, I can play on matchup. That's it. I've, the worst thing is I'm always so tempted by AJ. Like I've had weeks like that week that he played the Broncos and I was like, this is a bad play. And then I'm looking, I was like, oh, he's still Alex Johnson. Then I played him. Then he got 18. I nearly want to take that away from myself. It's like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, just give yourself an uppercut for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know what you're going to get from AJ. The one thing I do, yep. I am concerned about with AJ is the fact that he has scored a lot of tries this year and 100. So yep. if I rattle off his scores, that the, the, score, the super coach scores that he has scored tries in, he scored a try and a 62, a try and a 59, a try and a 56, a double and a 76, a double and an 83, a double and a 70, a triple. So he got a hat trick and only got 107. And then he also yeah. got a double against the Warriors and only got 66. So you know that this this imaginary base that we thought or that that he did have up until about round 10 or 11 has just gone and it's just completely disappeared. So. Yeah. If you have AJ as a someone you need to rely on every single week and your best four center wings, I'd probably consider moving him. Uh, but if he's your fifth, hold and play on matchup. Yep. Uh, Queensland are thinking of Hammer to Holmes. I mean, this is better for you to answer, I guess, because you're an owner of, of Val Holmes and a and a lover. Yeah. Oh, mate, I love the Holmes. Um, look, really, I think he's not value for 850 grand. That's why I got him at 750 because I could never see myself paying that much money for, for a center. Um, I just wonder if you could get like, if that's the difference between getting a bloke, like say a Katoa up to <coughs> care Munster, getting a, one of your center wings all the way up to an elite fullback or something. It depends 
what else are you going to do with the money? I'm very glad I have homes. I probably wouldn't pay 850 for him. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, look, we've got a lot of guys in the center wing now that are starting to come down in price or that are in that are much, much cheaper than Val Holmes is. You've just got to look at whether you back the Cowboys to continue this form or whether you think they're going to fade a little bit. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I if mean, you've, you've got Jermaine Asako now in the mid 600s. People are saying got a Sarko, I would go Holmes. I would go to Holmes. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Graham's due back very soon. He's 667K, 200K cheaper than Val Holmes. Uh, Ruben Garrick, 700K. Most people have him. Azarko's back down to 665. Uh, you've got guys like Timiko, who's on a tear at 500K. So even CNK is 750. So he's 100K cheaper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I agree with you that there's probably other value out there. Because, I, I mean, let's say, for instance, you go and get Val, right? You probably have to forego getting Fafita or forego getting Tino or forego getting someone at that kind of echelon of player that you want. So who's more important, getting one of those guys or getting Val Holmes? It's probably I would say Val Holmes could be more important. If you have ground to make up, Val Holmes could be more important than Tino. Fair shout. Hugh thinks that Azarko is a trade-out over AJ. Uh, pan- playing the Panthers into the bye, yep. I, I'm, a lot of people are moving Azarko this week. I don't necessarily blame them, but I think the one thing that needs to be remembered is that he's had glue hands Tavare inside him for the last three, four weeks. Now he doesn't. He's, yeah, got, he's got a second rower. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, Branko Lee's in the extended bench for this game. Branko Lee loves to catch and pass. That's why Azarko did so well at the start of the season. So, I don't know. I'd probably wait and see on the trade. I, I understand the cash issue and I understand the bad matchup this week. Um, I would trade potentially if I had him, but I mean, look, if you're short on trades and you've got six or seven or less, I'd probably just hold Azarko and just cop it. Mate, I was going to talk about this when we get to the Dolphins game. Mm. But realistically, I think Hammer in the centers hurts Asako maybe more than Valence Tavari did because why wouldn't you go to Hammer? Like, why wouldn't you go to Hammer as much as you can? Like they're going to be getting hammer involved the whole time. They just might not go that way as much. Yeah, that's true. It just depends also though where you and Aitken plays because Aitken was on the left side. So do yep. they now move Hammer to the right side and just go all day down the right side? Fuck if if I saw that it was going to be Hammer and Azarko on the right at center and wing, I'd be holding yep. Azarko every day of the week. Yeah, oh me too. Um he's just named it the other side, right? And I guess we need to consider also that Ewan Aitken, if he, he's named at centre, if Ewan Aitken stays at centre, he's as much of a glue hands, probably even more than Valence Tavare is. So yep. maybe Azarko is a trade. Maybe he is a trade. Yep. But just watch Branko Lee. Have a look. Um, <coughs> all right. We've got a big one here from Taniwa. Uh, Taruva, Solo, and Hughes to Cleary for feeder and Burton using a boost. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sorry, I'm just working it out. <laughs> it's that, that meme with all the maths floating around in front of your face. Uh, so Taruva, I wonder, if you, could, I wonder oh. if you could do something better than Burton. I really like the boost. I really like the upgrades. I really like moving Taruva. I really like moving Salo. Um, look, I'd probably nearly keep Hughes at the moment. Um, if you're getting but... Burton, you're missing out on Nico or Cleary. So you must be missing out on Nico here. Unless he's playing in at 5-8. Unless you're using Burton at 5-8, then I'd just get Munster instead. That's probably the way that I play. They're the same price. Yep. Burton yep. and Munster get are the Mun- same price. Yeah, get Munster over Burton. Yep. All right. Uh, AJ to Tungo for Crazy Praying Mantis. Yep. Mate, I love the Tungo play this week. I, I've, he's got two really nice matchups coming up in a row. Uh, where that left side cops are peppering a right edge defense for both the teams that they're playing against this week. Oh, this week and next week are, are ordinary. So I do yep. like it. Uh, all right, let's move on. Rooster Storm, uh, the cheese is back off the bench. Uh, Suali is back. Sam Walker still nowhere to be seen. This is uh, now the 11th week of football that he's missed after that knee injury. There's a real chance they just shut him down and we just don't see him back for the rest of the year, which for me as a draft owner really pisses me off because I held him the whole time hoping he'd come back. Uh, <coughs> oh, by the way, do you, I, I'll trade you Sam Walker for someone if you want um, yeah, before I yeah, shit on yeah. him on the pod. So, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get like Toby Sexton or something in return. <laughs> um, Three-day turnaround for this one as well. So they, they get the full 72 hours to back up for this one. So as long as Munster doesn't go nuts and, and have a big party if Queensland win 3-0, uh, yep. he should, he should back up. Harry Grant should back up. Uh, I'm bringing Munster in this week. What are your thoughts on the Munster play? 59 break, even 650 odd K. Wish I could. I wish I could do it. I cannot. So, yeah, I like the Roosters matchup too. He scored 118. I think it was in the, <laughs> the game that he played the Roosters at the start of the year in Amy Park. Uh, yep. it is at the SCG, but it, the good thing is that Munster can just play the origin game on the Wednesday and stay in Sydney which is probably yep. bad for his bender potential. But uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully he stays off the piss and uh, comes into my team. But look, I'll, I'll pivot if I have to and move someone else out. Uh, I'm moving Cody Walker to get him, which yep. I'm okay with. Yep. Um, cool. Anything else on Rooster's Storm, mate? Should be a good game. Um, just got a lot of you know, Teddy coming back into this team, obviously, after Origin. We stressed it a lot because Suali, he got injured um, the week that he really got named on that side. But this is where Suali does his best work. If you're bringing him in, it's got to be this week. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you won't be able to bring him in. Oh, I mean, you will be able to bring him in, but you've got to bring him in this week. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably why I'm looking at him. Harry Grant has a 90-odd break even, so I reckon you can wait on Harry. I don't think that's important yeah. at all, especially if you've got Reed Marnie there. Just play Reed Marnie and then find your other... Unless you're really short on on numbers this week, which I know as a few teams are, but I think Reed Marnie's actually play. still got only a thirty break even, and he's five hundred k. Like, and you know, Reed Marnie is considered a pretty big pod. I think he's sub ten percent owned in the top one percent of teams. So if you're yeah, having right. a run home, that's pretty. You know, if you're if you're in the hunt, 
for the major prize or something, and you've got Reed Marnie there, I wouldn't be moving him. I'd just be using him as your second hooker and uh, play him every now and again when you need him. So uh, let's move on. Warriors Sharks, mate. Wellington, this one. Um, obviously, we mentioned earlier, SJ has no certainty to play this week. Is obviously now that baby's a little bit closer to being born, so uh, there's a there's a real chance he doesn't he doesn't play. And he yeah. is at home yeah. though, which probably gives yeah. him more chance. Yeah, is Wellington home for SJ? I don't really know, but at least it's the right country. It is the right country. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure on the geography over in New Zealand. For any any New Zealanders that are that are watching, let us know. I'm actually not sure what um, Sean Johnson's Johnson's hometown is. So, um, but. Hey, look, if he's got a, a two-day-old baby or something like that, I, I don't know whether he's going to play. I don't know whether he feel like he needs to play. Yeah. I just, um, like, Auckland Auckland and Wellington's like an eight-hour drive, so it's not near each other. I'm presuming they train in Auckland, so. Yeah, well, Auckland's their um, Mount Smart, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, we'll see. Keep a very close eye on that game because that's the final game on Saturday. No, it's the first game on Sunday, the 2 p.m. game on yep. Sunday. We've got a, a triple header. On uh, on Sunday, how good's that? Strap yourself in. Uh, Torhu Harris named after going down with that injury. We know that he came back on at the back end of the game, so there wasn't much risk there for, for him yep. not being named. But you can never be so sure with Torhu. Sharks are one to seventeen. Now let me ask you this: Nico, captain, yes or no? Yes. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's other options. I'm not saying he's a bad one, but. What's the logic behind Nico? Because, I mean, I can make a case to not captain him this week. The only thing that determines this is whether SJ plays or not. Because if SJ the, doesn't play for the Warriors, the Sharks could turn up. But the Sharks' form against bot, uh, against top eight teams is dreadful. They've yet to win a game against a top eight team. And I hope people don't captain Nico for that reason. And Nico kind of becomes a pod. Like, I think, like, obviously people that don't follow every week might just go, hey, I captain Nico. He scores a hundred every week. I captain Nico. And then when you start to outthink the room, like realistically the Cowboys versus Manly with Val or somebody like that, I just am a lot more confident. Like Nico's had like one bad score all year. Let's yeah. Do it. I mean, look, you can't go wrong. I mean, his floor's 40. He's got a couple of forties this year that people have been burnt by, but at the end of the day, you know, you're going to get, you know what you're going to get from him more often than not. So it's not yep. a bad play at all. I'm just thinking, a mo- it's a moving week still. We've got teams that have exactly 17, so you get a free loop. Uh, I don't know. I, I reckon he, I reckon you could target the last game of the round. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that very soon. Or you could target this next one, the Dolphins versus the Panthers at KO Stadium. Dolphins are in pretty ordinary form. Panthers have Nathan Cleary on the extended bench. All the Panthers <coughs> players are set to back up from this one. Jeremy Marshall King is out, which is a massive loss for the Dolphins. Now, Cleary could be uh, get straight into your team and captain him on a Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. in Queensland. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I don't hate it. I really don't. Like, the issue is that you've probably um, – the issue is that if Sean Johnson was the guy that you were going to do it, he's already played. Like, only if they rush him in an hour before. Like, that's halfway through that other game. Uh, but mm. if you've got Moses, then, hey, you could just slide across. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, but I you've would already say played. We'll no. Yeah. I'm going to say we'll know about Nico. Cleary at the 24 hour cut because, I mean, they're either going to keep him as 18th or 19th on the extended bench, or I think at 24 hours. So four o'clock Saturday. I reckon they'll just make that call then and bring him straight in if he's good after the captain's Seriously, run. who has the patience to not have 
already used their two trades by now. Like, <laughs> like by by that second last game. Like, there's oh, yeah, not going to be too many people bringing in Cleary. No, but I mean, you could bring him in Saturday at 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because you're going to find out 24-hour cut whether he yep. plays or not. I don't think they're going to yep. wait until the last minute. So uh, I like it. I will wait a week. I've said it the whole time. I don't like bringing a guy back in straight away uh, after ha- after a long hamstring layoff. Um, so I was listening to the magic sponge. We've got it wrong a little bit. It's 10 to 15% chance of recurrence of, of hamstring yeah, okay. injuries uh, for the first fortnight, uh, which means <laughs> that one in every 10 people or one in every nine or whatever, if you do the math, will go down in their first fortnight of coming back from a hamstring injury. And the perfect example of that is AJ Brimson did it perfect example. So, I mean, realistically this could happen. Uh, so if you want that security and you, you want to make sure that you you've got players that are more likely to stay on the park, maybe give Cleary a miss this week, but I don't blame you at all to get him in and just captain him. Uh, yep. could be a good play. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King being out now, apparently they said that this was, uh, they, they initially said it was an AC joint injury, which everyone was thinking, okay, AC joint, bit of pain tolerance, manageable, will come good eventually. Now it's actually been told that it's um, it's something completely different. So I'm going to quickly look it up because I swear I wrote it down in here somewhere so, about JMK. So, so Labrum what damage. I've, what was that? Labrum damage, which is like the cartilage inside the ball and socket joint in your shoulder. So uh, apparently even more of a fade now in terms of what NRL physio is talking about with JMK. If you've got him, jump off him. Uh, because this is going to be one of those constant things that actually potentially could require a shoulder reconstruction in the off season. Yep. So, so I copped a lot of slack for saying jumping early and saying JMK's out for the season on on Twitter. Um, why I said that was if you listen to Wayne's press conference, he said that he was preparing to not play with JMK the rest of the year. They were starting to go south. Um, I just feel like JMK is such an integral part of their team. They've played their grand finals. They've played their best games. Uh, look, right now, they're just going to blood, I suppose, blood a couple guys, get them some reps, and um, start preparing for next year. Yep. A um, couple of questions on on this kind of thought process. Harrison Graham is the guy that will start at hooker with JMK out. Is he the <laughs> next Sonny Luke? Uh, fourth World is asking. I would be careful. So we need to look at when the Dolphins are officially out of finals contention because that's when they shut JMK down. If As yep. long as they've got a chance to make the eight, JMK will be given every chance to play, I think. So uh, just keep that in mind. As soon as the Dolphins are out of contention, I think Harrison Graham has it for the rest of the year. So if that's the case, I don't think he's the next Sonny Luke. Um, he could be your a... next Sonny Luke if you still have him. Yeah, he could be. Uh, but also, just they've got a couple of hooker options. Cody Nicarima could easily just go to hooker one day and they move Hammer back to fullback. Uh, you, yeah, got Ray Stone there that could easily play hooker. So a few options. I don't know whether I'd feel great about having Harrison Graham or looking at him. Uh, Michael Blair's asking, thinking Bateman and Isaiah Katoa to Fafita and Munster. Numbers will be tight if I if they don't back up. Going to have an AE in the front row this week. I have an AE at centre this week. I actually don't think having an AE is the worst thing because you, you might get together 16 or 17 players. I would urge people not to tear their team apart to make sure that they have 18 or 19. If you have 17, I I think you're in a good spot. I would urge people not to get Johnny Bateman. Like not now. No, he's, he's trading Bateman to Fafita. Oh, trading Bateman out. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Bateman to Fafita. Katoa to Musa. Two good trades. Perfect. Great. Yep. Uh, All right. Last game of the round. Eels Titans is the one that I potentially would target as a, as a, 
captain option at Combank Stadium. I mean, the Titans leak points. We all know that, but so do the Eels. So this could, there could be super coach points galore in this one. Brendan Hand starting, no backup hooker, which means that Hopgood potentially will play there like he has the last couple of weeks and get maybe an extra five to ten minutes on the field. Yep. Thoughts? I mean, I mean, does that make five, we, we've we've spoken about Hopgood potentially being a sell? Does that now make him a hold? It's made him a hold for one week. I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm just going to see what happens. Um, I would love to trade him to Fafita next week. I'm actually freeing up the cash with some of my trades to make sure that I can do somebody like IPAP or someone to Fafita just because Hopgood might become a hold. I still think he's going to become a sell for me. I don't think he will for me, to be honest. I feel like there's about three moves I want to make to get my perfect final team. And I don't know whether I want to move him as long as he maintains the role that he has. As long as he still plays 65 minutes, maybe he gets an extra five to 10 minutes at hooker. And as long as there's no second hooker or Josh Hodgson's out for the year or whatever, which is what the rumor is, uh, I would be keeping Hopgood personally. That's what I'll be doing. So I just um, might need that cash. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. I mean, if it's the difference between you're getting for feeder or not, like, yep. Bit of a no brainer, really, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Jaden Campbell back to the bench after doing really well at fullback last week. Obviously, AJ Brimson comes back into the team or he's named a backup uh, from Origin. We'll see what that looks like. Um, He's got maximum time for to to back up. So that's that's fine. Uh, They're all named to back up as well from Origin. I guess the last really kind of talking point here is that Jolliffe and Stimson are both missing out. I think Stimson was a HIA from last week, copped a knock. Yep. Um, but neither are super coach relevant really, are they? So Correct. Um, my so my captaincy option in this game, I've got Moses and Gutho. I held them both for this matchup. Uh, I will hold Gutho until <laughs> round 22. I think my plan round 22 will be to go Gutho to Latrell Mitchell. Um, but I like this matchup for both of those guys. If you're an owner of Gutho or Moses, there's an argument there potentially that you could captain one of them against the Titans. What do you think? Look, I I really like the captain option. I don't have Gutho. Um, I've got Moses. Look, I'd still probably captain Hines over Moses. That's the long and the short of it. I guess the difference is that Moses has got a 20 in him. Hines doesn't. You know, so like if you're looking for a safe captain, Hines is your guy every day of the week. If you're looking for a pod, if Hines gets 50 and Moses gets 120 or Gutho just goes ballistic and gets another 100, um, it could be a genius play. So, yep. Gutho might um, not play a lot too. I probably prefer the Gutho play over Moses and I don't have that as a luxury. I guess the only thing is that obviously Moses is going to be goal-kicking. Gutherson got the goal-kicking duties when Moses was out, but he won't yep. have those this time around. So the the good thing, though, is that Dylan Brown isn't back yet. So Gutho plays a little bit more of a ball-playing role. He gets the ball in his hands a little bit more without Dylan Brown. So yep. uh, either of them, I reckon you could flip a coin. I don't know whether you, there's a better option out of the two. Yep. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if anybody has the balls to go against Nico this week. I have a feeling there may be a few. Maybe I will be one of them. We will see. Uh, tell us about your trades, mate. What are you thinking trades-wise this week? Oh, look, realistically, um, I'm going to get Preston and Asako out. Um, I'm going to get the great Miles Martin in. I just really like what I've seen. Um, look, I just, look, he's a genuine, he's a genuine captain option for me, especially this week. Um, if my other guy, Kalen Ponga scores really well, um, if Kalen Ponga scores really well, uh, Miles Martin, actually, no, he can't, he plays for that team, but anyway, 
I'll just keep talking. Miles <laughs> um, Martin is obviously enough. Uh, front row forward, second row forward. I've got Willie Army at centre wing, second row. Um, so to give myself a bit of flexibility, I am adding a front row forward enough. Basically going all the way from Preston down to Miles Martin, just frees up a heap of cash, um, allows me to get Ponga, uh, will give me the flexibility to get Fafita, maybe, and Munster next week, um, which is only going to leave me with four trades, and that's probably where I'll sit. I'm going to have to forego uh, Tino Fa'asumalahi, and I'm going to have to forego Harry Grant, barring injury and being forced into a sideways trade. I've made my bed. I'm going to lie in it. Tino's out, and so is Harry Grant. It's a possibility of Munster. I'm definitely getting Fafita next week. I'm scared not owning him this week. Yeah, that's why I'm getting him. If he plays, he's in. Um, So my plan is, like I mentioned, Isaiah Papali to Fafita. Um, The only risk there is that the Tigers play one of the first games of the round, and Fafita plays the last. So (coughs) I'm very, very limited with moves if Fafita gets rested late. And we've said in previous episodes that there is a chance maybe this happens, considering that Tino got rested after Origin 2. Maybe it's Fafita's turn this time around. Or maybe they're considering Fafita playing 20 minutes off the bench in game one after Origin, his rest. Who knows? I really don't know. Uh, for anybody who's not watching and, and is listening to us on Spotify, Maddie's praying to the Supercoach gods that uh, Fafita doesn't play. So, uh, so I papped to Fafita for me. Cody Walker to Munster at the moment is my kind of first move, and I guess I have a couple of options really with this. Um, one, if Munster doesn't back up, I just bring Walker back in and I trade AJ out for someone like a Murray Talley, um, go a little bit of a pod route, something like that. Uh, or maybe I'll try and go Croker to someone else um, and get that fifth kind of, or that, sorry, my fourth center wing keeper in to give me 17. Um, if a feeder is out late, the only real pivot move I can do is just bring Tino in instead. I don't yep. think both rest. I personally, I mean, they're not in a position to rest both their best players. So I don't see Fafita resting being a Sunday game, but let's, if by some miracle he does, I'll just bring Tino in and unfortunately have to watch through the slits of my fingers, as you'd say, uh, for yeah. every every Titans game moving forward because I don't think I could have Fafita and Tino. So, I just pray and hope that maybe he plays 50 minutes or something. Maybe he's just had a really big, you know, high-intensity game. He just needs that rest. Um, I'm praying for 50 minutes and a 70 or an 80, and I'll be, I'll be happy as a non-owner because yeah. 100% coming in for me next week. Yeah, yeah, fair call. And I guess it depends. You're right, what he does in Origin. If he plays 80 minutes in Origin, hey, there's a chance he gets rested. If he plays 45 yep. off and, and gets a fair bit of rest and they do a bit of rotation, Queensland win easy or whatever happens, uh, maybe Fafita plays the full 80 for the Titans so, on Sunday. So you already have Ponga. Yep. If you didn't have Ponga, would you bring him in this week? Yes. Yeah, yep. he's got a 28 break even, um, 759K. It's sort of at that position I felt with with Val Holmes. And watching Kalen Ponga, I wasn't as confident in the start of the year. I wasn't as confident that he wasn't going to get injured. I wasn't as confident in the Knights. Um, but look, last, last time he played was an anomaly. But he's got that in his rolling average. He's going to go up in price. If I don't get him this week, I'll never be able to get him. Yeah, I think if he's in your plans and you really want him and you see the value in getting Ponga in, especially with a nice matchup this week, you've got to get him this week. Um, 
it's funny how short the memory is of everyone who was saying three, four weeks ago that he's no way near, I'm no, never touching Ponga because he's such a HIA risk and he's an injury risk and one cop, one knock to the head and he's out for the season kind of deal. And now everybody's lifting heaven and earth, shifting heaven and earth, I should say, to bring him in. So funny, isn't it? How things change in a month. And what you do with um, the way that you have five trades or you'll probably have five trades. I'll probably have four trades. If Pongan gets injured, it's 850K to get Luttrell. Like, I can just go sideways to Luttrell if he gets injured. That's why I'm saving the four trades and I'm not going to be sitting there with two trades with five weeks left. I'm going to have to sit on my hands. Getting Pong is going to mean that I can't get Harry Grant, but the upside's there. Yeah, it's good logic. I think it makes sense. Um, and he's playing some good footy. Can't argue that. Yep. Uh, a couple of questions before we wrap this one up, mate. Fourth World ask, uh, saying that he's interested in Cobo this week. Interesting little pod there. What are your thoughts on that one? Look, yeah, I like it. Um, I like... Nice matchup this week against the Bulldogs, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good matchup. Um, I honestly haven't looked too much at him, so give me a sec. Of course, I always like bringing Cobo in. He's a unit. Um, but 600K, 43 break even. Yeah, I don't hate it. 7% owned. Um, seem, yeah, great pod. I must say 600K sucks. If he was anything 550 or under, I'd be like, fuck, I might bring him in instead of Talungi. Oh, Talungi, great value, 599.9. But I tell you what, Cobo at 600.4, not touching him. <laughs> break even's different, mate. It means this <laughs> week or nothing. 43 break even for Cobo. I could wait. I'm not bothered. Um, yeah. But no, I probably won't do either, to be fair. I'll probably no. then they weren't in my original plan. So I feel like I'm I'm making an extra trade that I didn't plan on making. Uh trades will be very important to have later. So yep. Uh Mark has mentioned Sean Lane, which is a, a super pod. Waiting until Dylan Brown is back for the run home. Got Maddo in last week. I guess the one thing is you've got to have a look at how many eels you have. Um I'm sure Mark's already considered this and kind of looked at his team, but you have Maddo and you have Lane in your team, potentially maybe you have Hopgood. Gutho Moses, like round 27, you're going to have to move at least two or three of those guys. Otherwise you're going to get caught pretty short um, yep. for the final round. So, And you got a few trades left. So yeah, don't hate it. Yep. Uh, Queensland, a hop good to homes via Jules. Don't. Yeah. I don't know whether you do it this. Oh, what's his break even, Val Holmes? Oh, I don't know. it's still pretty low. It's like 30. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it's that low, then maybe that's the play. Don't mind it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hopgood's uh, BE. Oh, no, Val's, Val's break even 78. Don't mind me. And Hopgood's 79. So maybe it's you don't <coughs> need to this week. Maybe that's not the play. Um, yeah. Fourth world thinks Tino's a must. Best dual front row, second row. And I, I don't disagree with the fact that he's the best dual front row, second row in the comp at the moment. Um, I just, at his price point, I don't I don't know whether I, it's Fafida or him. And I feel like the upside's in Fafida. That's all. Um, but no, not going to talk anybody out of getting for feeder. Uh, when are we doing FPL fantasy? Just set up my team, fourth world. Um, mate, I've done my team as well. I, FPL though, full uh, disclosure is not my sport. I'm not a soccer guy. I, I like playing any fantasy sport it's I can, football. but you won't see uh, soccer, mate. We're in Australia here. Um, uh, it's not my sport. It's not really any of our sport at, at Insight, so we won't be doing podcasts on it or anything like that, and, and we don't really have much ex- insight to share on, on FBL, but we will set up a league or something if people want to get involved and do some cash comps and stuff like that. We'll yep. facilitate a league or two and, and have a bit of fun with it. So, um, and, and on our 
on our Discord, we have a community-led um, game day chats, community-led trade advice, everything like that. We say community-led because I'm sure Fourth World knows more about it than me or you, Brainer. He does. I have just dropped the invite to the Discord in the comments section. So jump on into the Discord. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's it's just good fantasy sport chat. If you're a fantasy sport or super coach nuffy like us and you just love all sport in general, there's some good chat in there. Um, so jump on in. Uh, Sione Katoa, good pod. Sean Clark. I mean, he had a good score last week and a shit one the week before. So you got to back the Sharks, don't you, to keep going right? Yep. Tessie knew this week. This is just this is the ultimate bait for you, so I'll let you answer it. You know what? Beside hammer, I don't hate it. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Uh, what did he get? Sixty-six or fifteen? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Gee, you look good though. He looks the same as uh, Lemuelo. You know what? Can I tell you that Fanatessi knew to his friends four hundred and fifty guys own him. He's 390K with a 45 break even. I might bring him in next year. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you're getting him at that price to start the season, maybe he's a play. Oh, he could um, be 330 by then, the way he's playing. So Yeah, he could be. He could be. But then are you going to want to get him if he's been shit? Not for me. Not for me. That's uh, pretty much wrapped us up, mate. We've answered all the questions. We've tackled all the games. You've got to go and get to basketball to put up the best triple single in, is it B-League? What league do you play? Yeah, yeah, Reggie's. Yeah, nice in in Reggie history. So make sure to to tune in and and let us know. You're going to let us know, I'm sure, on the Friday show, because uh, we will do a Friday show this week. I know that it's it's chaos in Supercoach Land at the moment. So we'll do our best to hop on Friday and do a countdown show so that we can answer all of your last minute trade questions because there's going to be tons of stuff floating around. Uh, and obviously this this show was a little bit kind of airy fairy with everybody being named. That won't be the case this weekend. There's going to be some outside front and center. So we'll tackle all There's going to be some carnage. There will be. Uh, please subscribe, guys. If you're still listening, please follow, like, tell the tell a mate about the show if you enjoy it or find it value. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Good luck with your trades this week. We'll talk to you before game one. Catch you later. Cheerio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 